Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters. We'll be Toastmasters listeners and friends. Welcome to the final episode of the Talk Show for Talkers this week. I'm delighted our guest, Anya O'Neill, decided to stay with us. And I know that Paul has some urgent questions which he wants to ask her. So, Paul, over to you. Anya, it's lovely to have a chance to talk to you. We've met on Zoom calls. I've been at a wonderful open mic event at which you performed. And one of the things our listeners won't know, the vast majority of our listeners won't know, is that for the very first time ever this year, District 71 has appointed a poet in residence. I have absolutely no idea who gave our district director or who gave our district leadership team the idea that District 71 should have a poet in residence. But it's absolutely fabulous to have the District 71 Poet-in-Residence, Anya O'Neill, present. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, thanks very much, Paul. I'd love to talk back to you. (laughs) Well, look, you're, you're the holder of this position. And just to tip you off, in a few minutes, I'm going to ask you to read a little poem. I cannot possibly let the opportunity pass. So you may have something as short as a haiku or even a single rhyming couplet, for all I know. But the main thing is, what on earth turns you on about poetry? Well, I started writing poetry really in a work newsletter because it's generally shorter than a short story and it grabs people's attention. And the words by nature of a poem are limited and the message is succinct generally in poems. So there is a bit of a challenge there, but I felt it grabbed people's attention more. Um, I started reading poetry a good while ago. And when I'd be in bookshops, I was always attracted to poem books, books of poetry, such as Seamus Heaney's or Leonard Cohen's or um, Brendan Kennelly, Theo Dorgan. um, You know, Kathleen Watkins had a lovely selection of poems put together there also. So um, I was, you know, attracted by them and it just, I think poetry appeals to the senses a bit more than perhaps a short story or even a novel. Um, You know, it can really choreograph what's going on in your head or breathe life into your take on the world. And that would have been, you know, what brought me to poetry in the first place, I suppose. There are a good few Toastmasters clubs around the world that have a slot at which members read either poems written by somebody else or poems written by themselves. When is the first time you ever read a poem of any kind at a Toastmasters meeting? I think it was at a a speech I did um, a few years ago, I read one of Pat Inglesby's poems and it's a poem that stayed with me for a long time. I heard Pat say it on the Late Late Show with Gay Byrne years ago and it's only, I think, four or five lines long, but it really stayed with me. Um, I can recite it if you like and I put okay. that into one of my speeches. The poem goes like this. When I was young, I learned that America was good and Russia was bad. 
that boys don't cry when they're sad and that anyone who's strange is mad. And then I learned some more. And that's it. That's the poem. And I thought to myself, that is amazing. Like it really struck home with me because when you're young and going to school, everything is taught in black and white. Whereas when you get older and get a bit of experience, you can see the multiple shades of grey that exist in everyday life and experience is what, you know, teaches you that. So um, that poem really stayed with me. And, you know, that was the first poem I put into a, a Toastmasters speech I did. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's always stayed with me, that poem. You write poems yourself. Yes, I, I write quite a few poems um, and I've, I'm doing a poetry course now at the end of September with Mark Trednick, an Australian poet. Um, I think he lectures in Australia as well. Um, so I'm trying to branch out myself because I mainly write in rhyming couplets. I'm trying to branch out into other styles of poetry um, and learn even more about poetry because it's very interesting. And Do, do you have one handy? Oh, I do, of course. Yes, I have several. <laughs> oh, well, let's um, have one. Let's have one. I mean, and do okay. you have a website? Do you have a website where people... Uh, no, I, I don't have a website. Um, I have, I just have a folder with loads of poems in it. <laughs> well, when um, you, when you uh, have a publisher or when you self-publish your, your collection, your first or second collection of poetry, you must come back on the show and we can talk about it again because... I've heard it said that one of the really good things about poetry, when it's read at the beginning of a Toastmasters meeting, that it elevates the standard of English, which is subsequently spoken at the meeting, because there is, as you say, concision and succinctness in poetry. In other words, the poet uses not one word more than is necessary, nor one word fewer than is necessary. So every word counts. And when somebody puts language into a meeting at which every word counts, it's got to have some influence, doesn't it? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, you've put real effort and thought and commitment into your writing. You know, it's, it's not just glib, glibly put on the page. You know, and um, you would have gone over it several times and rewritten it and, you know, agonised over it, maybe even. So um, I do have a poem here. It's, um, it's poems, they say, can do two things generally. So one is describe an emotionally intense scene and the other is bring truth to something which we already know. So this one is about an emotionally intense scene and it's about waiting for a phone call and it's called The Phone Call. It can brighten up a day or cut like a knife. Make all the difference or be a thief in the night. Rob me of my serenity, of your friendly tone. Oh, but to hear it ring, to know I'm not alone. I pace the room, I leave the door ajar. I pretend I don't care that we're both on a par. The clock ticks slowly as the streetlight peers through. The black of the night falls, bidding today adieu. Maybe tomorrow there'll be other times. I wish I could hear it, though. That sweet, sweet chime. Wow, superb. Lovely. Absolutely. Terrific. That is quite a, a sad poem. 
um, you're waiting on a phone call that, you know, someone doesn't make. Now, I have plenty of others that I've written for occasions and, you know, um, big birthdays, retirements, different things like that, which has also been, you know, quite popular in work. Um, people have asked me for poems and things like that. So. Now, before we finish, I have one last uh, request. I want you to tell our listeners what your plans are as poet in residence in District 71. What are your plans for your year in office? Yes, I have plenty of plans and um, I've set up an email, uh, poetinresidence71 at gmail.com for anyone to in the district to email me with their poems or questions about poetry. And so that's one avenue to open, you know, to to come to me. And also we're going to be running a poetry workshop, which will be held in October and details will be um, dispersed on the website and social media. Um, And we're going to have a variety of people on that, you know, from all over the district, anyone who's interested really in writing poetry, even if you've just an inkling to write poetry, uh, we're going to be looking at different ways of getting inspiration to write poems and looking for the extraordinary in the ordinary and looking at different poems, songs that were poems originally. And we're going to be doing a lot of exercises in how to get going at writing poetry and the building blocks to writing poetry. So that, that'll all be contained in the workshop. Um, we're also way, going just to- Sorry to interrupt you, but I hope this workshop will not be 60 minutes long. I hope it's going to be at least 180. I mean, the idea of doing what you've just said in 60 minutes is preposterous, isn't it? I know, it won't be 60 minutes. It'll be longer than that, definitely. <laughs> um, you know, you'll have plenty of time and, you know, especially the first one where we'd be getting used to all the different people on the call and everything. So, you know, there'll be plenty of time and then you can go away and, you know, write your own poetry and we'll have other workshops then in the new year. Um, also, I'll be writing monthly poems. Um, I've written two already. Um, and to inspire members of the district to write their own poetry and to just keep going with their speech craft and Toastmasters in general. I'm even working on a poem about pathways, would you believe, <laughs> to help people get going with pathways because I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, so... Then also we'll have a poetry competition in the new year. So people will be able to submit their poems to me and um, we'll judge them then and see, you know, which ones are in the running. Um, But every poem is welcome and every single poem I get into poetinresident71 at gmail.com, I'll, you know, give feedback on and comments on. So, you know, every effort is welcome in, in the poetry field. So don't feel you have to be brilliant. I certainly, you know, have a lot of a way to go and, you know, everyone can, you know, start somewhere. Well, Moira O'Brien, what do you think of this plan? Um, you're a member in the uh, in the district, a typical mm. member, an average member. What is your uh, response to what Anya has said? Well, I'm not a poet, Paul, as you may have discovered and I'm not hugely a fan of poetry. That doesn't mean to say I don't like certain poems. And I, I have done in my past, I've recited poems in Toastmasters more than one occasion. But I love the idea of people being able to write poetry 
being able to deliver poetry and doing it well and learning how to do it well. So, yeah, I'm all in favour. But maybe not for me. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. I'm glad that you were able to join us and I look forward to your company again next week. Thanks to Anya O'Neill, our poet in residence for District 71, for joining us this week. And thanks also to Garoud, who has been behind the scenes and will be doing the editing. And thanks, of course, to my colleague here, Mr. Paul Omani. So bye from me, Moira O'Brien. Thank you, listeners. Thank you very much for tuning in. Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.